We love to travel, and we had the opportunity to take our three younger kids to Barcelona, Spain. While there, we had many adventures, and today I want to tell you about an incident that we encountered. Barcelona is a beautiful city with wonderful people. It's rich in beauty and culture, and there are a few things in how they live versus how we live in the United States. One being that most live in apartments. And the second is that they use the metros slash subways a lot, uh, which means they walk a fair bit each day, which might be the reason why they're all skinnier and in better uh, shape than we are, but I digress. The apartment we were staying in was a bit of a hike to the underground metro station. We all had individual passes. You had to swipe through a ticketing machine and it takes the ticket and spits it out on the other side. In between you and the other side is a large plexiglass door keeping you from walking through without swiping your ticket. We'd become pretty familiar with the system and my wife would keep the tickets until we arrived at the underground metro and then she would hand each person their ticket and we would proceed one by one. Now, on this particular trip, we all went through and Michael was last. You have to realize there are people everywhere coming and going, in and out. It can be quite chaotic. The four of us had gone through and Michael tried his ticket and it wouldn't work. He tried it again with no luck. Remember, there are people everywhere lining up behind him, beside him, and all around him, and all of the other ticket stalls. Panic started to set in for him. He's 12 years old at this time and we can see that he's starting to panic. He sees us on the other side through the plexiglass, but he can't get through. Mom sees her 12-year-old stuck behind the other side, and she can't get to him. Remember, there's people everywhere, and we don't speak the language. Out of nowhere, a native Barcelonian mom with her kids sees Michael, and then she sees us. She sees the dilemma. She moves her kids to the side and moves through the line to where Michael is and pulls out her pass and inserts it in the machine. The plexiglass doors open and Michael walks through and he's back with us. We make eye contact with the mom and share our gratitude. This might sound minor, but when you're 5,000 miles away from home with kids in an unfamiliar place and you don't speak the language and you've seen the first Taken movie, it can create quite a bit of anxiety. Crisis averted. Have you ever had someone do something for you and not want anything in return? Or even better, have you done something for someone else and not wanted anything in return? Or maybe not even let them know who did the good deed? There's a story in the Bible known as the Good Samaritan. One of the most famous stories. stories. It's of a stranger helping someone in the New Testament. And the story's told by Jesus. It's found in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10, verses 25 through 37. And it goes like this. A Jewish man was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho. Side note, I've been to Jerusalem and to Jericho both. He was attacked by bandits. They stripped him of his clothes, they beat him up, and they left him half dead beside the road. By chance, a priest came along, but when he saw the man lying there, he crossed to the other side of the road and passed him by. 
A temple assistant walked over and looked at him lying there, but he also passed by on the other side. Then the despised Samaritan came along, and when he saw the man, he felt compassion for him. Going over to him, the Samaritan soothed his wounds with olive oil and wine and bandaged them. Then he put the man on his own donkey and took him to an inn, where he took care of him. The next day, he handed the innkeeper two silver coins, telling him, Take care of this man. If his bill runs higher than this, I'll pay you the next time I'm here. Now, which of these three would you say was a neighbor to the man who was attacked by bandits, Jesus asked. The man Jesus was speaking to replied, The one who showed him mercy. And then Jesus said, Yes, now go and do the same. This story teaches us that we should help everyone in need, and it reminds us to do unto others as we would have done unto us, basically the golden rule. I want to say thank you for listening today, and remember, God loves you. God cares for you. God sees you. God has not forgotten you. God has a plan and an adventure for you. Make today the day you make the decision to rise up and take your place in history. I want to share something simple yet powerful with you. Life can be tough, full of ups and downs, but there's always hope. This hope comes from Jesus. Choosing to follow him changes everything. It's not just about what happens after we leave this world. It's about finding peace and your purpose right now. If your heart is looking for more, that's Jesus inviting you into a life filled with love and peace. He says, come to me, all who are tired and carry heavy loads, and I will give you rest. It's a call to start the most important journey of your life. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.